Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. This episode is episode part two of our discussion about Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, and LeBron James. And of course, I have the homies D Love Hall and Easy Does It VA, aka my boy Zell. They're back in the building. Now, if you heard episode one, uh, we talked about not just the influences that they had on the game of basketball, but also the influences that they had on culture in general. And Zell told a hilarious story about the time that he and Allen Iverson went head to head on a basketball court. So if you didn't get a chance to check that out, make sure that you listen to that podcast as well. But on this episode, we're going to talk about some of the controversies that surrounded these men. So we're going to get into the bad things. (laughs) So sit back, relax. We'll drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. All right, man. Can we get with the shits real quick? <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> um. All right. So check this out. We've we've been talking about on the podcast. You know, for those of you listening, this is the Twelve Kyle podcast. I'm your boy Twelve Kyle. Uh, got uh, Easy Does It VA in the building, as well as D Love Hall, uh, my boy Zell and Derek, uh, and we're talking about Jordan. AI and LeBron and you know we talk about you know their impact on the culture um I want to take it back a little bit now (laughs) social media is pretty huge right and there was no social media when uh Jordan and Iverson were playing in their plays um so Zell I'll start with you Mike wasn't free from scandals. <laughs> they don't know. To say the least. Lightly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Mike wasn't free from scandals. Um, if Mike had played in 2018 and he has to go through that gambling scandal, how do you think that plays out? Um, man, it wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have been very good because you know. Gambling juxtapose, you know, you running the table with your championships and mixing all that together. Did Mike ever gamble on the game? I mean, there's a lot of things that because of social media. I mean, look what it did to Pete Rose. And then Mike used to go to Las Vegas in between playoff games. And Atlantic City. So you don't think that the guy that that would bet on anything. Like, let me let me bet on how fast I can drink my Pepsi Cola. It's ten thousand. Like this dude bet on anything. So, I mean, it, would it be a stretch to to, to believe that Mike might have put money on like, yo, we gonna sweep these niggas in the playoffs? Mm. 
I mean, that don't sound like a stretch to me for a cat that that would put twenty five, thirty thousand dollars on a hole of golf. Yeah, it's something that he can't play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he can actually play basketball. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Me? I mean, what better? What better? person to bet on than yourself when you're the best player in the league. So anyway, I th- but that's besides the point. I, what I'm saying, <laughs> that nigga bet on basketball too. But anyway. Yo, it would have been horrible. It would have been if Michael Jordan would have grew up um, would have came, you know, because he has such a such a um, such just urban tales about his lifestyle outside of the court. Like it's still urban legends about Michael Jordan and you know when he goes to the club or when he goes to the casinos or you know the women. I mean that like there's just there's just legend after legend after legend. Mm-hmm. Well LeBron James, well I, we talking about Mike now so but but Mike had it so good because when you know when it was time to be on the court, he talked to the you know, he talked to the reporters. It was nice to him. If he answered their questions, they wouldn't bother him no more. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and, and that's all it was. And, and the, so, yeah, I think Mike really benefited from it being from it not being a um, social media world. I mean, just think about it. Just yesterday, I believe, or tonight, uh, it was it yesterday. He slapped Malik Monk on the back of the head, and everybody yeah. went. It's right. Like, the owner slapped Malik Monk in the back of the head. Could and that you, wasn't the first time. Yeah. Could you imagine if another owner had done that, like how that would be? And so Mike, you know, gets a little bit of taste of it here and there. But if he was, if it was social media in the 80s, late 80s and 90s, oh, my gosh. But Mike, oh, my gosh. Dude, I, I couldn't even imagine. I wouldn't be able to imagine, like, how he would get tore out the frame. He probably would have lost the championship because of social media. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> you know, you think about it. It wasn't no social media, and he quit and played baseball. Right. So, like, now nah, I'm done. I can't do this no more. Too much. You know, and that was just newspapers. <laughs> that was just newspapers. That wasn't even Twitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. This is true. This is true. No doubt. Yeah, he definitely would have problems, man, for sure. D, what about you? Your thoughts on how Jordan could have handled some of the scandals from the, the you know, scandal with gambling, the unfortunate and tragic way that his father was killed. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 <laughs> the paid the off. The, the, yeah, <laughs> the, 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 let's just say it. Yeah, it holds. <laughs> The paid off abortions, yeah, uh, and I, I Robin Gibbons. I can't even. Whoa, what say what? You never heard about that? Robin Gibbons was one of those. No, from no, Car- from Carolina days. Oh no, I didn't. Wow, I didn't Oops. know that. All right, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Jordan hater, so I, I dig, I dig. Um, you know, when you, but yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't. I, I can't even. I can't even say it was alleged. You know, the the abortion or the abortion. I'll use just one because I only know of one that was reported. Um, and you know, that along with, like I said, the gambling and, um, you know, the other scandals, how do you think if he was bombarded with that in 2018 at the time of this recording, if he were playing in his prime, how do you think he, he, you know, handles that and maneuvers through that? He doesn't. Um, let's, let's piggyback on what Zeke just said. Some things that Zeke just talked about. 
I was waiting for him to say one name that he didn't say because when Jordan was in his prime, he was able to manipulate the the media to where if you said anything bad about him, he shut you off to where he mm-hmm. got the only person he would talk to was a Rashad. Mm. Think about that. That's it. He cut everybody else out. He would only exclusively talk to Amar Rashad, which is where Kobe got the Jim Gray angle from. Everybody knows that he stole the Jim Gray angle from Michael only talking to Amar Rashad. Mike couldn't do that today because if Mike played today, Marcus Spears, uh, uh, what's, what's uh, Bersard, what's the fat motherfucker who followed LeBron everywhere he goes? Um. Uh, who who made his whole career? They would eat eat Mike's lunch today. You can't hide the way he could hide information back then. So all the stuff that we kind of speculate about with MJ, we we kind of know, but we we still speculate. We don't know, no. We just we're we're hooked up to know that there's something dirty that just don't get exposed because he only talked to Ahmad today. Today. Man, please. Twitter would eat him alive. TMZ would eat him alive. TMZ breaks stuff that nobody thinks yeah. is even existing. But when TMZ breaks, now we know it's real. <laughs> TMZ got a whole sports department. TMZ went from following Paris Hilton to actually having separate departments. They yeah. would know they would know who had the abortions. They would know how they paid for the abortions. They would know how much the abortions cost. They would probably know who was involved in the murder of his father. Hmm. That's hmm. how much TMP gets information. So yeah. yeah, today, the way that he ran the media back in the nineties, he would not even be remotely close today because the media gets their stories from social media now. Hmm. Think about that for a second. Most of the media now get their information. They're, they breaking stories from social media. You got these bloggers who have nothing better to do but to sit in their damn living rooms or their bedrooms and their drawers and dig up stories and post whatever and some of it will stick. That's today's media. So whatever Mike was hiding back in the 90s, all that gambling shit, all the, the baby mamas or the, 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 well, I'm sorry, the abortions, the whole, we knew the holes exist. We knew that. <laughs> but they wouldn't talk about it because the only one that could talk about it was a mod on NBC. Nobody else had access. Mm. Stuart Scott had a little bit of run because of the UNC stuff, mm-hmm. but then you know, eventually Mike was like, yeah, ESPN, y'all too big. Shut that shit down. And he stopped talking to him, too. Mm. So, yeah, back then, he could get away with a lot of stuff, but in today's what they, what they call media today, shit, they would eat. We would know everything. Yeah, We would know why Juanita left. <laughs> how much she got. Yeah, how much she got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We would know every detail today. <laughs> But yeah, you know, you know, hey, he got away with it. He had his time. He got away with it. Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent, man. It is, and for those of you listening, particularly those of you who are younger that weren't around during the Jordan era, um, Michael Jordan. And again, don't get me wrong; he's my favorite athlete, uh, favorite basketball player of all time. But Mike, I guess I could really say this: Mike was. Just as hood as you think Allen Iverson is, that was Mike. But Mike was, he wasn't hood as in I'm from the hood. He was hood as in I'm going to do hood shit. And I'm going to do stuff and, and like, I don't care. And nobody could question him on it. And the, the, like, to Dee's point, reporters were in awe of Michael Jordan. 
So they didn't want their access cut off to him. So if you said something bad about him or you wrote a bad article about him. Now, you know, if he had a game where he shot two for 22 and you said he stunk up, the he I don't think he'd be mad about something like that. Then again, Jordan was kind of petty. So he might be mad. But he wasn't going to stop talking to you after something like that. But if you said something about, you know, him gambling in Atlantic City before the Knicks game, yeah, he, he was going to cut you off. Uh, there's a writer, uh, I don't know if he still writes for the uh, Chicago Tribune, um, by the name of Sam Smith. Sam Smith wrote this book called The Jordan Rules. And in the book, and I read the book, the book talks about, you know, just some of the quote-unquote shady ways that Michael Jordan had. And, you know, when the, before the book came out, Jordan confronted Sam Smith. And, I mean, to the point where he was, Jordan was about to swing on him. He was like, look, if, if you know you 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 spreading these lies about me so forth and so on because Jordan got wind of what the book was about and I mean like the book went on to be a bestseller um, but Jordan felt like okay you know this guy's trying to hurt my brand uh, you know like D said the word hater wasn't out back then but yeah in his mind Sam Smith was, Sam Smith was hating on him and I think reading the book I realized that Jordan was probably more like us than we realized you know we had him we held him on such a high pedestal but he got into shit you know what i'm saying like he did the stuff that most people that we know do he drank he smoked cigars uh <laughs> i i remember when jordan retired from the bulls after the second championship i mean the second uh second retire- retirement um the second three-peat he showed up and he had this uh, splint on his, I think, index finger. And he said he was trying to cut open a cigar. And he got he cut his finger with his uh, cigar uh, cutter. Come on, man. <laughs> well, OJ said he cut his fingers chipping golf balls. So Jordan cut his finger because he wasn't cutting a cigar. He was cutting a blunt. <laughs> I'm just saying they, they have their reasons for cutting their fingers. <laughs> he, he was cutting a blunt. He wasn't cutting no it wasn't no cigar. He wasn't smoking a cohiba. He was smoking a blunt. But I mean, you got to be from the hood, or you got to know hood people to know that. And so you know, um, but yeah, I, I mean, like I said, Jordan just he would have had a hard time because again, you know, nowadays you're not necessarily talking to your beat writer for the team or what have you like that. You know, LeBron can't stop people from writing stories about it. Jordan could because it wasn't that many sports reporters and everybody wanted to get access. And like D said, the only people that had access was Ahmad Rashad and, and Stuart Scott was granted some access, but for the most part, you know, Jordan wasn't going to do a lot of interviews. And if you said something, um, I remember uh, when he tried his hand at baseball uh, there was a cover. I think the cover said like foul Jordan or something like that. And it was a picture of Michael Jordan trying to play baseball for the Birmingham Barons. And he was dropping the ball. Cause Jordan, he wasn't that good at baseball. Right. And this was in between his, you know, stints of retiring and coming back. And because sports Illustrated published that article, he said he would never talk to another writer from sports, sports illustrator. Right. And to my knowledge, he didn't. So he would have had a hard time, in 2018 2019 trying to uh navigate through like you said because tmz would have had everything they would have gotten every story on jordan 
So uh, the gambling, the the untimely death of murder of his father, um, you know, the abortion, the side chicks and all this stuff like that, all this stuff would have been public knowledge. And I just don't know. Jordan is such a control freak. I don't know how he could have shielded himself from that. And I agree with this. I agree with Zell. <laughs> he might not have six rings if he had to go through all of that. <laughs> Yeah, he, man. He might have two. <laughs> he might two? have two rings. <laughs> not three or four. Just uh-uh, two. No, 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 not okay. at all. Um, now, conversely, again, AI did not have to deal with social media. Uh, AI did a lot of stuff. Some of it was reported. Others, other stuff, never made it to the news, but we knew about it. Um, I think one of the biggest scandals was when he got into it with his wife and allegedly threw her out of their home and she was naked. Um, Zell, how, how would Chuck have handled the social media era? Bad. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Because, you know, like, I've, I've seen Iverson in many of the off the court, like, you know, just in the area mm-hmm. and social settings. And, yo, I mean, if somebody would be videotaping some of the things that he was just doing casually, you know, it would have been, you know, the top story on first take. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, no, he definitely, um, because I, Okay, we're going to talk about LeBron. But what, what I was going to say was LeBron's ability to to manage it, you know, it's just incredible over the course of his 17, 16 years or whatever. And you look at how he's been able to manage social media versus somebody like Iverson who did not have the pressure of that. And I can name two or three incidents off the top of my head that if it was public knowledge, it would go wrong, you know, it would go bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even even in Detroit when allegedly he sat out of a game because he went to Vegas to gamble or something like that, or he sat out of practice and he just went to Vegas, took a plane flight and didn't make it back to practice the next day. You know, it was like stuff like that. Like imagine you being in Vegas and somebody do, taking a video of you while you're in the <laughs> and, and Posting that joint on Twitter or showing up on TMZ. I mean, if TMZ would have would have cracked the OJ killings, you know what I'm saying? If they was <laughs> back, wow. they would have had like you know it would you know they would have exposed the killer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, no, definitely bad for AI because he had a very vibrant social life. He was always in the clubs, always in the strip clubs, always you know in the in the you know. The hoodest of spots, you know, he he just he just liked it, even while he was married with a bunch of kids. Like I always see him in the mix a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, the one thing about like, even LeBron, maybe you probably don't see him as much because of all the social media. So um but yeah, nah, Alvison def- definitely that would have been bad for him. Very bad. Mm. What about you, D? Your your take on Chuck uh and social media? Absolutely nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, even I saw him at a strip joint in Charlotte, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah. wow!" I, like, I was blown. I was literally blown. Like I've seen celebs, but his level that night was like, "Whoa, this is wow!" 
I need to go over there and grab some of that money because this is retarded. <laughs> like for real, he 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 was doing some stuff that night. I was like, wow. So I can only imagine if 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 TMZ on Twitter existed back then. Man, yeah. you talking about Kareem Hunt? Mm. You yeah. you dig what I'm saying? He yeah. he's done some things that they would have like, yeah, they'd have got him about here. They'd have got him out of here, and and not by you know, I don't know if it'd have been on purpose, but the way society was was starting to turn, and some of that the things that he was alleged to have done mm-hmm. in the public, in public, you know, you know what I'm saying? But this is just public shit. They would have, man, retweets. Mm-hmm. You talking about practice? <laughs> you, you dig what I'm saying? Just think about how much ESPN ran that. ESPN ran that in the dirt. Now think about if TMZ got him putting his hands on a stripper in some you know dark and dank area. They gonna run that rampant, mm. and once they get their hands on it, they gonna be like, yeah, he did this in Charlotte, he did this in Vegas, he mm. did this in in Atlantic City. They knew he was going because he was making it public where he was going. Mm-hmm. He wasn't never trying to hide. You know what I mean? He was always out with. I'm, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna doing that. They would have destroyed him. I mean, he he had it bad enough as it is. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying he was a saint. I'm not gonna say him say he was like you know the, the perfect gentleman and he didn't do things to Tamika. I think his wife's name, you know, Tamika. I thought he, he wasn't like Tawana, the, the perfect Tawana. Tawana, Yeah, he wasn't the perfect husband none of that stuff. But some of the stuff that he was alleged, like we all heard about him putting her out of the house naked, and his mom was like, "Did y'all see that? Did y'all see it?" Did well, Tawana guess what? Tell you that? Well, guess what? If TMZ was around Mama Iverson, they would have saw the shit. Somebody would have snapped the picture. Somebody mm-hmm. would have snapped it and they'd have put it on the internet and that'd have been it. Mm-hmm. But because nobody had access to that, his mama can sit there in a car on ESPN, Jesus Christ, and can ask that question and because nobody can say that she told him that, all she could do is say, yeah, alright, well, shut up. Right. But if somebody had a picture like we get today, I mean, come on, man. Let's think about this for a second. Let, let's, let's be, let's be, let's, you know, let's keep it a buck here. <laughs> I talk about these motherfuckers. But Offset got a girlfriend who's crying on the internet talking about she's so sorry because she didn't know how serious oh, their marriage no, was. No, let's, not let's, Offset. Let's no, you, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know how serious their marriage was. Because everybody want to be famous now. She goes out and says that. You don't think that one of these women who was fucking Chuck would have a, a tape mm. to expose him with and just sell it to TMZ? You know that would exist now? Get the fuck out of here. We know damn well he got hoes and they would have made tapes and they'd have been crying too. Talking about they ain't know how serious the marriage was. They ain't know that he was really a, a dedicated father and husband. And TMZ would buy that and eat it up. And they would broadcast that joint all over the place. And the, the, the icon that just got inducted a couple of years ago to the Hall of Fame, that might have been in jeopardy. Mm, facts. That might have been in jeopardy. Facts. Yeah, you're right. And, and I think... Um... I think you make a, both of you made great points. It, it, it would have been hard. It would have been really hard for Jordan because Jordan tried to control the media. And, and for the most part, he did control the media that covered him. Um, Chuck, on the other hand, didn't really care because he didn't. He, he knew that 
there wasn't much that he could change because you were going to the writer was going to write whatever they wanted to write about him. So he didn't really care about what you said. Uh, he didn't appreciate the personal attacks, particularly attacks on his family. Um, he knew that you couldn't say anything about him as far as on the basketball court. Um, but yeah, Chuck would have <laughs> in the social media era, Chuck would have struggled a lot because like you said, he was not only out there, but he was out there and he really didn't care about who saw whatever, whatever it was he was doing, whether it be Philadelphia or if he was back in Virginia, Hampton, Hampton Rose area or wherever, you know? So I think it probably it was probably to his benefit that he did not play in the social media era. Um, now, conversely, LeBron has, and I can make a case that he's handled it very well. LeBron has been, at least to this point, you know, I, I guess you could say probably the biggest quote unquote scandal that he's had was the decision, and that really wasn't even a scandal. That was just you know his, and, and I've always maintained. I think LeBron made the right decision to leave Cleveland. He just shouldn't have done it on that dumb show. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I mean, you know, he's he married his high school sweetheart, got kids. Uh, you know, there's no, you know, no rumors or whatever that we know of confirmed rumors of, you know, side chicks and side kids. And, you know, he's never been arrested. I don't think LeBron's ever gotten a speeding ticket. You know, so he's been the uh, he's he's been the the saint, if you will. D, how do you how do you think LeBron's been able to to maintain and manage all of this in such a in, in such a, a climate that he's he's in? Hey man, let me say this. I don't know how he's done this. Mm. I gotta be honest. I don't in today's era. I don't know how he's done this. Um. There's no perfect human being. Right. That just doesn't exist. But as a professional athlete who not just a let me let me rephrase this. As one of the most highly decorated professional athletes to ever walk the planet, you know he's getting it thrown at him everywhere left he goes. And right, right and left. Everywhere he goes. People need to understand that. People who are mad at Tiger Woods need to understand, hey, he might have turned down twice as much as he took. Okay, let's just keep it 100. Mm. Everywhere LeBron goes, he's getting thrown at him, and he has not had one, not one scandal, not one chick to say, hey, LeBron rubbed my knee in the Waffle House. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had like one instance where one person that said he's done anything immoral, and we're speaking about someone coming from a single parent home who didn't have a silver spoon. Did he did, did did he know his father? I think the story is he didn't even know his dad or he didn't have a relationship so. with his father. That, I mean, let, let, have a relationship. let all of that sink in. Akron ain't really like a glamorous spot. You know what I mean? Let all of that sink in. And he been with his wife since high school, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't had not one person come out with anything. Like even with the dude sleep in his room. With somebody in a bathrobe from the Hilton saying, I slept with this cat last night and I knocked him out. There is nobody that's ever said anything in 16 years remotely close to a scandal. That in itself is amazing. Hmm. I mean, it's just amazing. It's not like the dude is a recluse. 
Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? He does yeah, like stuff. He, he goes out. Yeah, yeah he, he's in the world from time to time. He's a popular cat. He's recognizable. And out of six seasons, he hasn't had one not even remotely close. You haven't even heard people say, uh, like, there are reports that it might be. There has never been anything negative about him in social media. So for me, I said that that is the most remarkable feat that he can probably go down with. I mean, the school stuff is good. Um, the social media stuff is cool. But in today's society, in today's society, everybody, Kevin Hart can't host the Oscars for a tweet he posted 12 years ago. <laughs> that he apologized for, by the way, 10 years ago. And they brought it back up once they announced it. Uh, what's my man who just won the Heisman from Oklahoma, uh, right? He tweeted something as a teenager that they just brought back up after he won the Heisman. Where's LeBron's tweet from back in the day where he said, Dykes ain't shit? Mm. Where's it at? <laughs> like, he don't have any of those moments. How has he done that? In itself, is um, if y'all go through our tweets, <laughs> That we haven't deleted us three, mm. we we've probably said something that if we got an award, somebody be like, "Yo, he can't get the award." Look what he said about these. Mm-hmm. Right. LeBron don't have none of that in his background, and he's active on Instagram. He's active on uh on Twitter, and he don't have any of those moments. That's amazing, man. That's really amazing. What about you, Zell? How has LeBron been able to? Uh, avoid all of the scandals and everything like that and and he came up his rise his superstardom all of this has taken place in front of millions keep in mind LeBron is a, a kid who you know was given a 90 million contract before he even dribbled the ball in the NBA and he's lived up to and actually exceeded expectations on the court but he's had to deal with a lot off the court and he's maintained it all um now, I can't answer how. I mean, I know that, you know, his team and whatever type, whatever team he's put together, they have done a great job in managing his image. And as Stephen A. Smith says, controlling the narrative, you know, they have they have done a good job with that. I'm actually aware of a couple of things that if it was any other player could have gotten out of control, but somehow... LeBron's team or whatever media consultant that he's using, I I don't know. But, I mean, I think there was a moment when uh, LeBron, somebody, some Instagram model posted a picture and then LeBron put the googly eyes on the jump. I don't know if y'all remember that. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) Uh, uh, He did something. He googly eyes her or something and it's, in her DMs, and then she posted it out in public, and then the shit disappeared. Um, Whoa. Yeah, he did some DM messiness. And then, like, he did some DM stuff where he said, what's up, to, like, an Instagram model. But it never got any press. It never went any further than that. Um, There's video of LeBron. uh, This is when he was in his Miami days, where a girl came up to LeBron on video now, and she tried to talk to LeBron, and LeBron ignored her, like played her so bad. And then his little what's the that always ride with him, always be with him all the time. Rich Paul, he, he, uh, Rich not Paul, Rich Paul, uh, Maverick Carter, Maverick, not Maverick. The other dude that Maverick. be with him on 
on the trips. The little the, the, the little chubby fair skinned dude that always be with him. But anyway, he he pulled the chick to a side or something and the handlers ushered her away. But she came up to him and tried to talk to him. LeBron like he didn't even know the chick. You know, so I, I I'm sure LeBron probably has done some things, but I'm just he's just done a great job of managing those things. Yeah, yeah. Now, um yeah, I mean he does a good job. I mean his wife, I mean he keeps her like like, you know, front stage and center like of all his affection. I mean, he's just done a good job, man. I mean, um in this era for sixteen years, like Derek said, to be able to, you know, enjoy the fruits of his labor while being young and growing up in the eye of the public and being a man now and to avoid any scandal. I mean the worst thing happened to him was his teammate fucking his mama, I believe. That's what happened. <laughs> I mean, that might be the only thing that kind of fucked him up a little bit. And um, you know, and and somehow, some way, they managed that to go away. I mean, niggas didn't for a while, cats ain't even know if it was true. Like it was like, did it happen? Did it happen or did it not happen or whatever? So um man, did, LeBron has done it. That was the final uh-huh. he went limbo, right? I mean, Lemon Booty for LeBron was is it, such was it the finals or was it the Eastern Conference Finals? I can't remember. I don't remember either, but that that was a normal happenstance for him at one time too. So, but no, yeah. but no, no. But that that, that finals, uh, what was it? Was it the finals? Where he just where, where he just wasn't the same or nothing like that? Man, but listen, when LeBron don't be right, he still be like twenty seven, eight, and nine. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> like. He is the wackiest twenty-seven-seven-nine nigga in history. To 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 you know his bad moments be like his bad moment in the Dallas Finals was a triple double. He had like twelve, eleven, and ten or something. He had a triple double like in the last game. It was a whack triple double, but it was a triple double. And for all, I mean, everybody said he had a bad game, which he did. But it's a bad game for LeBron standards. So. I mean, when he goes lemon booty, it still be twenty seven, eight, right, and right. like, <laughs> like they was dissing him last night because he only had uh, what he only shot the ball twice in the fourth quarter. So I was listening to a little bit of sports talk today, and they was like, when 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 James Harden starts going off, you got to meet you got to meet the same challenge and go off and have a mano a mano. You know, duel in the fourth quarter, and LeBron didn't step up to the challenge because he was too busy complaining about the refs. And that ain't never been. That ain't going. That ain't his game. Right, I know, but that's you know that's the narrative that's been plaguing him his whole career that he doesn't play hero ball. And he was like twelve for 18, 29 points. And, yeah, yeah. And, and this dude had twenty nine points on eighteen shots. I don't even think people understand what that is, like the definition of efficiency. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But ball, ball was over seven from three. And the ball was talking about yeah. that. Anyway, yeah. But but yeah, but I mean, like, so he allegedly he didn't step up last night, and he had a you know great stat. So when you that big and you that large, people telling you you went limbo booty and you had thirty points. I mean, you know, you, at some point you just gotta laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, dog, whatever you say, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, it, it yeah. looks like because I, I, I did a Google, I went to the Google machine, and it looks like that happened in the playoffs, 
and it was when they were playing against the Celtics. So I'm assuming that's Eastern Conference Finals uh, that LeBron found out allegedly before Game Four um, that uh, <laughs> Delonte West was sleeping with his mom. And for those of you listening, Delonte West was a teammate of his at the time. Allegedly was sleeping with his mom, and LeBron went from shooting 51 percent from the floor. Uh, to 34% from the floor. And, you know, the the media tried to just say, okay, well, hey, he, he just, you know, they were playing against the Celtics. He just didn't play well. And, um, but uh, word on the street was that that was what happened. And LeBron found out game four, game four, and he just clearly wasn't the same after that. So, um, but, but yeah. you know, go, no, go you know what's creative? Well, you know what's creative by the way they told you that story is. He went from shooting fifty something percent to thirty percent, but they don't give you sacks, right? Because you know his number still probably was, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like thirty something percent sounds better, right? Because you know what I mean? Like it sounds like he shot bad, but if you read off his stat line, it'd probably still be twenty five, nine, and four. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But thirty four percent is a better sale. Like it sounds better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he shot bad because. His mama. Yeah, because I mean, in this him? article, they don't even mention how many points he scored. In of, that course, of course not. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, but I give him props, man. He, I mean, if that's the biggest scandal, like I said, if that's the biggest thing, that was a rumor, um, you know, that was unfounded. He's done, He's been tremendous because, you know, the expectations. And again, you know, maybe some of it's... Um, <clears throat> You know, conscious on his part, but you know he's out there in the public eye, and he's very careful about what he says. You know, he's very careful about what he posts. I mean, I love the fact that he tweeted, that he called <laughs> your man up in the White House a bum. Right. <laughs> you know I mean, like right. that's so 1980s to call somebody a bum, and you know, and didn't and was not worried about you know Nike putting out their sponsorship. He wasn't worried about anything, and nothing happened. I mean, like he's one of the few athletes that we've seen that could be that critical of someone and have an opinion. And, you know, there's no there's no backlash or anything like that. And he's been able to withstand stuff. Um, And again, it hasn't been any major scandals to stick with him. So he's he's handled it the right way, man. I mean, again, there's no I don't ever remember him getting as much as a speeding ticket. Um, Conversely, a guy like Jordan was very, you know, brand conscious very image conscious like i think we saw jordan celebrate you know in the locker room drinking champagne or whatever like that and smoking cigars but you didn't really but jordan whatever jordan his vices were is like gambling and smoking and drinking and stuff you didn't see that lebron yeah you going he openly talks about how he drinks wine and he loves drinking wine and so you know he i don't i wouldn't go as far as to say he's an alcoholic but he drinks wine you know, at least a couple of times a week and he's into collecting wines, you know, he's on some grown man shit. So, you know, it, it's, it's a different day and time. And I think, um, I think, you know, his, his ability to come up in this era, uh, and avoid scandal and still be who he is and stay true to who he is. I think that's been amazing in and of itself. And I think that's one thing that, you know, uh, he's definitely benefited from, I think Jordan and, and Iverson, they, they, they might have had a little. They would have had a harder time because it, it was just a different day and time uh, as far as how the media, um, you know, looks at things. Now, one other question I have for you guys: 
you know, we, we often talk about what these guys do on the court or what have you. Um, Zell, I'll start with you first. Sometimes people don't think about what the what these three bring to the table as far as like uh, some of the things that they don't necessarily get credit for. What when you when you think about Jordan and he did so much on the floor, was there a part of his game or or just maybe a part of his personality that people didn't talk about that you thought was very important? Personally, part of his game important. Um, whew, I mean, I don't. I, that's a tough question. I mean, because I don't know enough about. I, I, my, I, my memory is just not good enough to really zone in on Mike in terms of the details. You know, I remember mm-hmm. the big, the big storyline items. I mean, maybe his. His love for golf, I don't know, but that was well documented. Um, um, his business riches are well documented. Um, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Like Mike is such a, you know, Mike is such a brand conscious person. Everything you know, he wanted you to know. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like exactly. you know, it wasn't like no real slip in the narrative. Like, the shit was tight, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't really, if you didn't, you know, like you didn't know about a lot. Like Eric, you know, knew about the little Carolina thing with Robin Givens, but like I, I don't think that's common knowledge. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's that's like page six type information, <laughs> and um, you know that that those stories, like the comedian story. You remember when comedian came out with the story about <laughs> Mike in the club? Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might treat the nigga all jacked up and ask for, you know, you told that nigga he didn't have enough money to get an autograph or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, my ass is real. Yeah, like, so I don't really know because he's, he's so so brand conscious that everything he wanted you to know, he, 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 he let you know. And if he didn't want you to know, then he kept it out of the eyes of, you know, general public. Um, so I don't know, but I, I don't. My mind draws a blank on that. I, I really can't say, you know, uh, his post-up game, his handles. I don't know. His <laughs> <laughs> post-up game. Well, what about you, G? Uh, Just dude, what, do you, what do you think man. people don't talk about? You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I know this. So I'm gonna ask you guys: Was 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 M Jigger the first one to have a brand, so to speak? All the other cats, they were, you know, sponsored by other companies. But was 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 he the first one to have a brand? Because Jordan, technically, when they stopped putting swooshes on the sneakers, he became a separate entity. Yeah, was he the first one to do that? He was successfully? the first that I can remember. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember, but I, I, I want to say he was the first one to to successfully branch off a major corporation and have his own brand yeah i I remember even and i I can even go back to um there were other athletes who had shoes yeah uh, yeah. even in the even in the 80s like i remember (laughs) i remember uh, i think i was in like elementary school and ralph sampson had a shoe it was a puma shoe yeah he had a puma but it wasn't you know there was no there was image of Ralph Sampson Duncan <laughs> on the Pumas. It was still the Puma swoosh, right? You know, and I know but, like I know uh, Walter had the rules, right, right, right. You know, but but he didn't he didn't make rules 
popular no, like no, that. No, and, and I the, think the thing was was that with the Jordans, like that, the I think it was the twos. I think it yeah, definitely the wasn't the ones. Or, it might have been the twos or the, the twos threes. Twos or the threes. The, were the first ones that we saw that didn't have the the Nike logo on. I mean, like that was yeah. like cr- people don't understand how and that and it's an extremely popular shoe. How yeah. crazy that was because here it is. You're Nike. You're pitching a product and you're not even putting your brand on it. The the only thing that was on it was I think it said Nike Air on the back and was the the, the Jumpman logo. The Jumpman That's logo it. became the staple. That's it. And it changed that- everything. And I, I and, and if you want to talk about stuff that people don't talk about, I think that because of how he branded himself, mm-hmm. he he made it popular to brand yourself. Mm. Like everybody who who talks about their brand now and how they 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 want to have their own legacy and all that crap. Jigga might have been the first one. I'm sorry, Jordan. I don't, I don't want to say it in public. Jordan might have been the first one to make that a popular thing. Other stars had their 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 moments, you know. So like, uh, anybody who says that Magic and Bird wasn't that big back in the day, you're just not old enough to recognize how big Magic and Bird were and how Converse ran the universe. Converse was in the universe as far as the NBA and college. You know, college schools had Converse. Everybody, nobody wasn't wearing Nikes back then. Mm. Jordan was the first one that I can remember that branded off of a major corporation but stayed within the corporation and I think he may have paved the way for athletes today to talk about their brand to the point that with it is it's, it's agitating now you hear people talk about their brand I'm like everybody don't deserve a brand right. y'all gotta stop giving them this whole <laughs> brand crap. Well, it stop this. Good now. yeah yeah everybody want to talk about it now but everybody don't deserve a brand you might have like six seven NBA players that you can brand everybody else. Y'all got to stop this brand talk. Mike might have been the first one that that branded himself and made it popular for individuals in a team sport to brand themselves. Mm. No doubt, no doubt. Um, what about AI? Uh, so, is, is there something with his game or, or just him personally that people probably don't talk about but should talk about? Um, I mean, Iverson is a big crybaby. I mean, he's very emotional. I don't know if people know that, like, through all the 40 bars and him being so hard. Um, y'all saw that, 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 uh, birthday video where Iverson was, uh, playing, uh, the fabulous song, the New Year's, the ball drop song. Yeah, I saw that shit. And every two minutes he was up there balling, you know. <laughs> he was getting choked up. So Iverson is a very emotional cat. I mean, as far as like, I don't know if that would be the general perception. I think, um, I think basketball wise, I think Iverson. I don't know if it, we ever saw it, but I think potentially he could have been a better point guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I felt like Larry Brown. Mm-hmm. Say it. Um, I think Larry Brown maximized his offensive potential and built the team around him being a two guard. And I really think that was counterproductive. It made him great, but it was counterproductive to his long term career because later on in his career, he didn't really want to be a point guard. He wanted to be a little ass two guard and all his quickness. <laughs> 
and, you know, his quickness wasn't there. He wasn't as explosive. He wasn't as freakish. So him being a two guard, when niggas like Tracy McGrady is guarding you, that's not as realistic, you know what I mean, as it was when you were a freak. So um, I felt like he could have been, because, you know, in all-star games, Iverson would give you, you know, 9, 10, 11 dimes and be out there playmaking, throwing alleys and doing all the things that you saw Isaiah and and all the, you know, magic and passing the ball at that level. I would have liked to see more of that. And I think he could have done it. I think it's one of those things where, you know, he was just a freakish athlete that could put the ball in the hole. And, and instead of developing all aspects of his game, they just said, okay, we just going to, if you a gun, we're going to make you a gun and we're going to put a bunch of role players around you and just live off, live and die off of you shooting the ball. I'm not mad at that, but I just think, I think he was able to be a playmaking guard. And if they could have got a little more talent, he could have had, you know, more run. He could have had a longer run. You know, that window he had with those players he played with, it just wasn't going to be sustainable. There wasn't enough offense coming from any of the other people. And um, he needed to play more of a playmaking, you know, to extend his run a little mm-hmm. longer. He had to be more of a point guard. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's that's just the truth. You can't be 5'10", running they dunking on niggas at 30. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, and I think he was able. I mean, if you just go back to his All Star games, man, he was really a joy to watch because he could he could do more than just score. He could actually dime you up too. So, um, you know, Allen Iverson had a real all around game. We didn't get to see it though. We didn't get to see it. No doubt, no doubt. I think, um, man, like you said, it's. I think you make a good point about MJ. I think. You know when when you when you talk about MJ Michael Jordan, aka Black Jesus, um, you know he really he really did a good job of controlling the narrative because you know most of what we knew back then and and to a lesser degree now, but most of what we knew back then was based on you know what uh, you know he wants to know, and, and you know that happens when you can control the media. Um, I think one of the things people probably don't talk about is his his business acumen. I would like to, you know, if I had a chance to sit down and talk with him, I would want to pick his brain about, you know, because I, I think he always, I mean, like, we know how successful the, the Jordan brand is, but, like, he never really gets the credit for being a businessman that Magic does. And like Matt, and I guess because Magic is, you know, you know, happy-go-lucky, smiling, always wheeling and dealing, that type of thing. And Jordan, you know, was more of a, I guess, behind-the-scenes type of guy, whatever. When it came to his business, I would like to know more about, you know, his business. And I don't think people talk en- enough about it. Um, now, in a basketball sense, I know people really don't talk about. <laughs> they really don't talk about the fact that Jordan, you know, he, he hasn't done well as an owner. Uh, you know, he hasn't put a team on the court as of yet that can contend for an NBA title. And, you know, I don't I, do you live in Charlotte? I don't know how long Jordan's owned the team, but, you know, the Hornets aren't they're not going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, it's going to be a few years before they before they'll be a contender, um, even though they, they have some, you know, they've had good players. And I think Kimball Walker right now is a very good player. Um 
you know, so I, I would say that about Jordan. As far as Iris, uh, I think one of the things people don't talk about uh, him as far as his, I, I would probably say parts of his game. Um, you know, he was a guy who, you know, I think one year he, I think one year he led the league in scoring and in steals. And now he wasn't a great all on the ball defender, but, you know, AI could, you know, he played the lanes well and he gambled a lot. And I know like that year that they went to the finals, um, you know, he had Matumbo behind him. So, you know, (laughs) if you got a guy like Matumbo back to block shots, uh, you could take a lot of chances on the court. Um, But I think basketball wise, I think that's something that people don't talk enough about, you know, what he did defensively. Um, And then off court, I would say, uh, you know, people don't know that Iverson's a very good artist, a damn good artist. Um, he doesn't really talk a lot about it, but I've seen some of the stuff he's drawn and stuff. It's crazy. You you would not think that he would be that good. Um, and I I admire stuff like that because I can't draw. <laughs> I never could stay in the lines. But um, but yeah, he he was definitely that guy. Um, now conversely, LeBron. Um, D, what, what do you think people don't talk about LeBron that they probably should say about LeBron? I don't think there's anything that people don't talk about because at every corner about him, someone is talking about something about him, whether it be him being in the GOAT conversation, whether it be him not being aggressive enough in the fourth, whether it be him missing free throws, whether it be his championship caliber, whether it be his social activity to school. I think at every corner, Someone talks about something about LeBron James, which is it lends to what we were talking about as far as the social media era when it comes to Jordan and Iverson compared to uh, LeBron. He's in an atmosphere where everything he does, some corner, someone is either praising him or they're dumping on him about what he's doing. So I don't know if there's anything that he does that no one talks about. Even when he talks about the president, Fox News talks about him. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing he can really do or say that there's no one that's talking about it somewhere. Tommy Lauren has talked about LeBron James crying out loud. <laughs> you, you do what I'm saying? There, I, don't, I just can't think of one place or one thing that he does that doesn't get discussed in some corner of America or the globe for that matter because everybody talks about everything now. I, he's different. He's in a. He, He's in an era now where everything that he's going to do will be discussed by someone as opposed to the first two guys we talked about. Mm. They could do some things that we may have never discussed if podcasts didn't exist. Mm. But this dude, everything he says and does at some corner, somebody's talking about it. You know what? I have nothing to add. I, I agree a thousand percent. I can't really think of something that he's doing or has done that people don't talk about. Um, cause he seems to be on, seems to be in the conversation on most things. Uh, what about you, Zell? Anything that you could think of that LeBron is not talking about? Um, I'm curious and I, I only can go by the indirect things that I see via, you know, just like, like, I wonder, like, you know, there's so many people like the competition, like, you know, like Kevin Durant coming out saying little slick stuff that he said, <laughs> you know, whatever they said, that was some ploy to get Kyrie Leonard or something to go to the Clippers or whatever it is. 
I just wonder sometimes, like, behind the scenes, like, LeBron, I wonder if he's a jerk or he's really that nice where all these dudes are friends with him in some capacity, but then always find a little way to try to throw. Like, you rarely hear LeBron throwing shade at players in the league. Very rarely. I, like you don't, yeah, yeah. You be hard pressed. You be hard pressed. I mean, like, but like, nigga, like people be clearly going at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> they be clearly like, nigga, no clutch gene. Like, if you want to play with somebody who has a toxic environment, and and even if those things are true, um, I just don't hear him saying the same things back. Like, you know, now I, only thing I seen LeBron really do that was kind of petty was like the little. Um, the little championship Halloween cookies, I guess. I don't even know how that got out. I guess somebody posted it on Twitter or something like I that. I think J.R. Smith might have posted it. Yeah, because I'm sure LeBron didn't really want to share that with the world. Like, look at us clowning y'all. Like, he, that probably was supposed to be <laughs> we clowning y'all in private because he doesn't really do that. Even when he has, like, I mean, you know how much shade he could throw at Kevin Durant? It was like, yo, dog, I made you basically, you know, walk away from another all-star to beat me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas <laughs> <laughs> like, is blowing up teams to try to beat me. Like, I, I've taken down franchises. You know, I've took down the Bulls. I've took down the Pacers. I've took down the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? I damn near, um, who else he blew up? He blew up a couple of franchises, like, just tore them apart. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose and that whole run. That's just clap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, I just wonder behind the scenes, is LeBron as likable or is it people that don't like it? I just wonder. And I wonder, is he that great of a guy to the point where he hangs out with Kevin Durant and then Durant throws shade and then he don't even act like he threw shade? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. So I just I wonder I just wonder what kind of person he is when nobody's around. Like, is he really as cool as it appears? Like, he just opens his arms up to everybody, or <laughs> is he a like, supreme dickhead? You know what I mean? Like, yo, fuck you, Kevin. Behind the scenes, like, nigga, eat a dick. Like, I wonder if he's like really a, a you know. It don't seem like he is. No, but I, I think I'll, he is. No, I think he is. I don't. You know, I don't think so. You know, LeBron, and I've often said this, man. LeBron is one of the people. But he's I think like, he's, I, I think he's a dickhead to regular people. But I'm talking about to other players. I think LeBron's LeBron's like one of just. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy you like. I would want to hang out with LeBron. And I've often said this: like when people would talk, and then I, I don't really want to bring him up, but when people would talk about LeBron and Kobe. Kobe never struck. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe never struck me as a guy that I would want to hang out with. Kobe seems like a a jerk. And and to be fair. I say the same thing about Jordan, and I love Jordan. If I saw Michael Jordan on the street tomorrow, I wouldn't walk up to Michael Jordan. I wouldn't say, "Yo, Mike, let me get a picture of Black Jesus." Come, come out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say nothing. I keep walking. Like, but LeBron, I think is is a cat that's approachable. I think LeBron is Chuck the same way. I think now Chuck. I think Chuck's probably an asshole too. You know, especially if he's drinking. Um, but uh, but but I don't think Chuck would be like. I don't think. I think Jordan would be in, a, in an interaction. I think Jordan could be disrespectful. Uh, I don't think LeBron would. I think LeBron seems like the kind of cat you want to hang out with. 
Because it, it strikes me. It just strikes me that I don't think other players like LeBron, and I wonder why. That's that's my thing. What 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 is it that other players are seeing that we don't get access to that makes me feel like they don't like him too? I thought the same thing. Like, yeah, he got his crew, he got the banana bullets, whatever you want to call them. But outside of that, like it seems like a lot of cats don't really care for him like that. And I often wonder what is it that we don't see that makes those professional athletes don't like him like that. I thought the same thing, mm. but I don't say nothing because you know I'm a LeBron hater, so I can't say shit. <laughs> but I have, I thought it like, yeah. What, what is it about people outside the banana boat crew that they don't like him? Like I, for example, like the media, you know, I think criticizes Carmelo and the game justifiably so because it is an isolation style of game. Like so, they criticize the fact that he's a ball stopper. But generally across the league, you won't hear one other player mumble anything negative about Carmelo Anthony. He's still like a folk hero to the average person because they like his game mm-hmm. and they like him. Mm-hmm. And as as much of a, a, a as a, you know, and he's you know, I'm a Knicks fan. I liked him playing for the Knicks, but you know, he's not the best leader in the world. But players love him. They like yo. You know what I'm saying? Carmelo is nice as shit. Like he cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you never hear them being like, "Yo, that nigga old pussy ass." Like you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't never get that little slick hate like they be doing LeBron. Like they be slick like hating LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know if it's because he's that big and he's that much of an icon, and people throw rocks at the stone so they try to find every little. Thing, or is it because LeBron is really a dick and nobody likes him, but you can't publicly say it? But like, there be stuff that you can publicly say, like about Carmelo, like you know what I mean? Like the nigga laughing when they ask him when he come off the bench. He was like, ah, come off the bench. <laughs> yeah, see, he he's made it easier to hate on him publicly by some of his actions, but LeBron always seemed to be the perfect dude. He always say the perfect shit. Get a perfect response and stuff. So it's kind of hard to say, yeah, I don't like LeBron because of A, B, and C. But Carmelo says, ha, hey, yo, yo, Steve, these niggas say I want to come off the bench. Nigga, what you talking about over there? <laughs> like, when he's in a press conference. No, he says in a press conference. So that when you see when you see that, it's like, okay, Melo, we got we to gotta dig on you because we got we to gotta dig. But LeBron don't do that. No. So, so does, that, does it make it harder to just say the truth about him? I don't know. I don't know. But, it, I mean... I, I think it's very interesting because I, I, I am shocked. Because I think just this summer, he was hanging out with KD. And I just was shocked. like that Not that K, KD was wrong about his assessment of playing with LeBron. But my thing is, nigga, how do you know you never played with him? Right, like, right. So right. You, what are you speaking from? You're talking, you said if, if you were a player like Kyle Korver. I'm like, nigga... Kyrie wasn't Kyle Korver. D Wade wasn't Kyle Korver. Like, why what is you? Yeah, why'd you say Kyle Korver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so that right there was already like, yo, if you nice, you know, playing with LeBron, you ain't gonna get no. Nigga, you play with Russell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, <laughs> you yes. play with Russell Westbrook, my yes. nigga. Like, <laughs> like eight, nine years. Yeah. Yes. He was always yes. on that Jackham joke. Yo. 
And LeBron likes to pass. So what you saying about Russ, my nigga? Like, I don't know. Like, Paul George, like, he having him right now. He like, he enjoying playing with Russ. So I, I just didn't get the, 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 you know, I understand Kyrie might have saw something here. Like, I don't know where, where Kevin Durant got off saying that. Um, and then, you know, I just think a lot of people, you know, like Paul George made a little comment. And then I heard Kyrie Leonard say he didn't want to play with LeBron. I just wonder where that comes from. You know, and I just wonder where that comes from. It's just interesting. I would want to know, like, outside of basketball, behind the scenes, like, how is he really? And is he really beloved by the league or is he quietly hated by the league? I, I would like to see that. You know, because what I'm seeing on TV looks kind of crazy sometimes. Like, wow. Right. Like, y'all shitting on Brown Brown? Like, really? Like, <laughs> now, uh, yeah, they, they talk about Mike like that. Jeez. Right, right, right. So, so when it comes to shoes, uh, you had oh. the Jordans, you had the LeBrons, and you had the, the question and the answers. Uh, Zell, how many, how, how many did you have? How many pairs did you have of any of these shoes? Never had, and I'm not, I swear to God, I ain't lying. I had Jordan apparel. I never had Jordan sneakers. Okay. Wow. <laughs> never had any Jordans. I had a Jordan sweatsuit, and I wore regular Nikes with them shits. I don't wear <laughs> um, I had a lot of Jordan, like, shorts and, like, athletic wear. Um, so, shoe-wise, I still think Jordan probably still has the more iconic shoe, you know. Um, I mean, I, I'm aware of them, and I, I just never got on it hard like that. Um, I had a pair of, you know, I did have a pair of, you know, the Chucks. Now, I did have the little, I had the uh, the blue toe and the gray toe. I've had both of <laughs> Ah, you went gray toe on us. Yeah, I had the gray toes. Okay. Now, I actually... Okay. I actually played balls and I actually played ball in the shoes I brought that was They here. were comfortable. They were comfortable. So I, I played ball. And um did I ever buy I brought a no, I never brought a pair of LeBrons either. Although I like the twelves. I thought the twelves were dope. The one he had in Miami. I thought those were dope. Um I think the ones he got out now are kinda of fresh. I mean I like some of them I've seen, some of the colorways I've seen have been kinda of dope. But I had a nod to uh Jordan, as far as iconic, um, I think the one pair of Iversons, you know, with the toes, the, you know, I think those were the best ones. The rest of them joints was ah. Um, and I think, you know, I think when we look back at LeBron's collection, he's going to have something. But um, I think he, I think he has better shoes than people give him credit. And I think a lot of the younger kids, I think when LeBron came around. We might have been out of the sneaker game like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were, we were on the adult side. We were around there buying, you know, what I'm saying Kohans and, you know, <laughs> right. We, we out here buying <laughs> wing tips and shit like that. So loafers, <laughs> yeah, dog. We we not we out here buying Alan Edmonds. You know what I'm saying? Like we not really trying to. Wow. We not That's really so right. buying. We're not buying 16 LeBrons. Like, we really don't. Because they $200. Like, what you, really? I, I might as well go ahead and buy me some. I need to get a pair of Yeah. So, um, so, I think because I'm not a sneaker head like that, I probably didn't catch on to all the LeBron hype with his shoes. But I seen some of his. And I and I like a few. I mean, I, I really like the 12s. The 12s, I think I brought my son, you know, because I got by my kids. These sneakers, I be buying them LeBron. So I did. I have brought LeBron, just not for me. Um, 
And I remember I brought my daughter and my son, both 12s. I just liked the way they looked. And they were, and I think uh, LeBron, I mean, um, Zenon had a pair of the South Beaches, which is like palm trees and stuff okay, against okay. the back. Wow. And, wow. and them joints was hard. They were hard. Yeah, that sound hard. That sound real hard. <laughs> <laughs> that South Beaches beat. Yo, that's, yeah, that sound real hard. I mean, that sounded like the old Ewans. <laughs> But the city on the side of them joints. That's what it sounds like you saying right now. Yeah. Hey, yeah. They better, they better than the Derek Coleman British Knights. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. No, we're, not, we're, not, we're not going off brand tonight. We're not going off brand. No, no, no. We were, let's let's, let's yeah. keep it out. Um, so what about you, D? Uh, shoes that you that you purchased or, um, or, I've, or I've, have purchased for you? I've I've never owned any LeBrons. Let me start there. That's okay, easiest. Okay. I've never owned any LeBron. And, and like Seen by the time, such as yourself. No, 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 no. Because I hated Le- I hated MJ, but I had like a gang of those. Right. The thing was, by the time, like Zeke said, by the time LeBron came around, we was in the the, the wingtip. We us were getting into the wingtip zone. The the two hundred dollar you know Brumalis. We, we had different shoes in mind by the time LeBron came around. So I didn't get into the LeBron game. I was out of the sneaker game by then, and I was out of you know once I got in the army. My secret game changed. I had a super secret game in the army. Um, the AIs, I think I owned the first five joints that he put out. Okay. I tried to get the red toes, but they only sold those, I think, in D. And when I went up there that time, they had them. They were sold out of my size, so I never got the red toes. I had the blues and the grays. I never got the reds that I wanted. Um, the Jordans, because of um, our background together as friends, and you keep telling everybody about the drug dealer shit, I'm not going to get into the whole Jordan thing. I know, I know you leave me down that road. I can feel you leaving down that path. I I'm wasn't even doing. going you, down you, that you were, road. You were leaving down that little road, you little bastard. And I can feel when you're trying to take me down that path. I'm not doing it. Oh, but, man. I could probably say honestly... <laughs> I might have owned, ooh, man, maybe the first 15 days that came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. At, at a certain point, I stopped, but it might have been at 15 that I finally said, yeah, I can't do that. The, the prices got out of range, and plus, I was starting to get out of the military and have responsibility. Mm-hmm. I had to pay my own rent and, and insurance. Go. That changes things, you know. Sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I might have, I might have owned the first fourteen, fifteen J's that came out. Oh wow! Yeah, I, Color, um, all that shit. I, I did. Uh, I've never owned Lebrons. I probably won't ever own Lebrons. Um, I, like Zell said, I, the the shooters out now are like uh, his first. I don't know, 10, 15, 10 11 shoes. I. They, they just didn't appeal to me and then like you said I, I was out of the sneaker game like that so uh you know just it i don't think he was making sneakers for me so i mean at this point i just need some sneakers to go hoop in and i need something to work out in that's it that's i just need like i need, I need like two maybe three pairs of sneakers hoop workout and chill that's it and um so i never bought any lebron's I had the, I guess, okay, the first Iversons were the questions. I had answers. The second pair, those were very light. I thought those were dope. Um, and then Jays, I've had one, two, three pair of I've had three pair of Jays, but I've never bought a pair of Jays. Um, 
two pair were given to me and uh, another pair was from Nike. Um, I will say the, the, um, the, the Jordans, I can't remember the name of them, but the Jordan, the red and black joints that he hit the shot against Utah on, you know what I'm talking about? The, the Ferrari joints. Yeah. Those, those by far are the worst shoes I've ever put on my feet. Ever. My feet were in pain wearing those shoes. I said, I'll never, and, and they were given to me, you know, as a gift. I was like, yo, I'm never, I took them back. I was like, no, nah, I'm not wearing these. It, it was just, they hurt my feet that bad. I don't know, you know, why they hurt my feet. I mean, they, were, they fit. <laughs> it was, so it wasn't like I was in the wrong size. I mean, like everything hurt. Like you couldn't walk in them. You couldn't play ball in them. And so after that, I was I was turned off. So I after that, I never bought another. I never had the desire to own another pair of Jordans. Um, my kids, I bought them for my kids and stuff. But nah, I'm I'm good. I mean, and I love Mike. Yeah, you guys know I love Mike. But I I wasn't trying to put another Porsche in Mike's garage. So you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, one more thing. Two more things actually. Uh, Zell. What was the most, <laughs> and you've already seen it firsthand, what was the most disrespectful thing you've seen Iverson <laughs> do to an opponent? <laughs> so well, let's, for the three of them, let's talk about the most disrespectful thing you've seen them do on the basketball court. Well, excluding what happened to me, <laughs> um, I would have to say, of course, I think the obvious one for Chuck is the damn is the damn Tyrone loose step over invert the cross. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably disrespectful. That was pretty, uh, that was pretty legendary. Um, Mike, Mike, uh, I would have to say Mike had so many disrespectful moments. (laughs) Um, um, damn, like almost all of Mike's when he dunked on people and shit. Like when he used to early in his early in his career when he was dunking on niggas and you know his just it was just real vicious the way he looked at you and he would never stare and gawk, but it, it was clear that you banged on your head, right, yo. Right, like right. It was clearly that um, holding up your hand in Salt Lake City with the final pose for game point. That's <laughs> point, nigga. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And um, LeBron, um, damn, LeBron had a couple of moments. I mean, he's not really a disrespectful player, but you know, the Detroit shit was kind of disrespectful because he was doing some shit against them niggas that I don't think we knew he could all do consistently until that game. Like he was dropping shit behind his back, hitting threes and. Going to the hole, he was hitting at all levels, mid range, three, a rim. I mean, he was doing it, but I don't think we put it together in a game like that. And it just was bucket after bucket after bucket. I mean, it was double teaming him, and he was still shooting that shit. Get some, bam! You know, it was just and that that one Derek talked about that game where you know um, against uh, he was in the Heat playing against when they put when they put the Celtics out, and um, I would have to say. Oh, uh, LeBron, who did he dunk on? 
was it Toronto or somebody? One of them big centers in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a couple of game winners that was like the runner he hit on that little African dude, man, off the glass. That shit was kind of disrespectful too. Um, <laughs> that nigga hit a bank shot on runner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the left with the right hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was pretty demoralizing. And then... um. This just stands out in recent memory. I think um, Tatum um, dunked on LeBron last year, but mm-hmm. I think the game before that, they was playing, I think I want to say they was playing in Cleveland, and LeBron was just hitting some, like, 30-foot three-pointers, step-backs yeah, on, step- on oh. Tatum. He hit a couple of those that was just like, really? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. like that's how we about to end the game. So LeBron has had some disrespect, but it hadn't been as vicious as like Iverson. I think Iverson was probably the most respectful with the step over. That shit was disrespectful. That was pretty disrespectful. So, um, but yeah, that, those are probably my three. I mean, my my moments. So. Okay. Okay. What about you, D? I was trying to think of different moments that he didn't name because those were kind of top. Um, AI stepping over D Fish. That's my number one, but I I want to say T. Lou. I'm saying I'm sorry, T. Lou, T. Lou, T. Lou. But I know one time he crossed over. Um, oh, I played for the Wizards. Went to Bowling Green. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, ah, his name Anthony, is in my mind. It's, it, I know he he's a he he works for um for the NBA yeah. on yeah he he works for them now, but he, he double crossed him. And Antonio then when he, Daniels. Antonio, Antonio Daniels. Daniels. And when he he when he fell when he fell, he pointed at either a teammate or a ref like nigga, what the fuck? Cause the way Iverson did him, he tried to grab his ankle and uh, he tried to grab his thigh. And he, when he fell, he was looking around like, yo, y'all not gonna tell about this? <laughs> it was so crazy. Can't so between you. yo, between between that and uh, Did he have another one that was See that 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 Ty Luce, that Ty Luce thing was just wrong. Cause on that too, and it was in the finals. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't incidental. Like you can say that Dwayne Wade stepping over a bear jaw was incidental. No, that shit wasn't incidental. Nigga. Saying, <laughs> you, can argue, you can argue it. You can argue it. But AI looked down at him and st- he stopped. Yeah. He yeah. stopped. Yeah, he stopped. Oh, that was that like, was worse than Scotty putting yeah. Nets and Pat Ewan face. Uh, wait a minute. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it, it's it's argument. It's argumentative. Mm-hmm. M Jigger. Um, maybe when he dunked on Pat Ewan when he put his elbow in the rim in the oh. garden in the East Finals because he tiptoed the baseline now the double team and and he put his elbow on the rim on pat in the garden you know that that all you put all of it together was a game two in the in the eastern conference finals game three maybe but he he got out of the double team with oak and 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 mm-hmm. and, yes. and he tiptoed the baseline elbow in the rim on pat ewan between that one and the one when he he didn't dunk it but he leaned in new york and he knocked i might have been pat down and he yelled like fuck y'all and got the tech. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of respectful too. Like, fuck you, bitch. He he, he kind of ramped up a little bit when he did that one. Eh. Mike had a couple of moments in the, in the garden. He loved the garden. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he yeah he. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to go there. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron disrespect 
please. <sighs> See, this is where I have issues with LeBron because he's he's so athletically gifted and so much bigger and stronger that when he dunk on little dudes, I don't, I don't respect that. I'd be like, he's supposed to dunk on like Jason Terry. So what? I don't care about that shit. Um, what's the what's the was that disrespectful though? The center for the for the Spurs that he blocks his dunk in the finals. Ooh, from- um, I can't think of his name. Little white dude who played center and he had a little lane and LeBron came out of nowhere and blocked his dunk mm-hmm. and kind of a momentum shifter. Like I I I guess I, I, that might be more of a game changer than disrespect. Like disrespect for LeBron. I mean, eh, I, I I I can't think of a. A moment where he's done something where I was like, I had the scrunch face like the DeAndre Jordan face. I don't know. <sighs> nah, I don't. I don't have any for LeBron. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make something okay, up. Okay. I, don't, I don't have any. Um, <laughs> let me see. For me, for LeBron, I probably go. I, I, I had that Jason Terry done. <laughs> it was just nasty. Um. MJ, like you said, so many. Um, I think wait, well, that that really wasn't a. Mo- I mean, wa- watching watching the Bulls sweep the Detroit Pistons. Oh man, that nigga was old, man. <laughs> hey. That was I, that was. That. That was so much fun for me, man. I mean, that niggas, that niggas is old, dog. Hey, Mike don't get Mike don't get no finals wins. He don't get no props for winning no finals. His best competition was the Knicks. Y'all That's only y'all, y'all hear it. <laughs> the truth coming y'all, out. Hey, the only competition that nigga played against was the Knicks. That, that was the only people that tested them during Bulls. Everybody I mean, else laid down. Even, even the Knicks, they beat him up pretty good. And I remember that that one move where he came through. He was about to lean on Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel fouled the hell out of him. And oh my Mike gosh. got in his face. And he was like, Fuck you, too, baby. <laughs> you can read his lips. Man, you know Michael Jordan made the league soft. I done told you that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's a whole other podcast. Hey, because um, Mike, Mike, hey, hey, Mike still want to want to believe that he played in a tough era where he was the reason why the era got whack. <laughs> Nobody want to talk about uh, that, but you couldn't touch Mike. Everybody know you couldn't touch Mike after they, I mean, you know, like, picked Oh man, he's not the first. He's not the original <laughs> Black Jesus. So y'all got to stop that too. <laughs> he's not the original Black Jesus, like. Now, now my, my 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 Bubba Chuck moment was this was actually one of my favorites. His his this was actually in college. They were play, he was at Georgetown. They were playing against yeah when he they were playing against UMass and uh, Carmelo Travielso was guarding him. That nigga know the guard. Chuck was at the he was at the, he was at the top of the key, and it was just like Jordan, like he had Jordan on the ISO. He crossed him up, went left to right, and Travioso fell down. That's how disrespectful it was. Chuck took one step inside the free throw line. He's probably at about maybe the dots, and he takes off both feet. I mean, it, it looked like it literally looked like somebody shot him out of a cannon. And Marcus Camby came over from the help side trying to trying to block the shot. And before Camby could get there, bang! Iverson had dunked it on him with two hands. Man, it was so nasty. 
I mean, like, it was one of those th- things where if it was like Rucker Park, you would have fallen out just by watching Travioso fall down. And then the fact that he got to the cup and dumped it on Camby was sick. It was one of my favorite Iverson plays, but that was so disrespectful. He got um, him in the pros too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He caught him. Yeah. He uh, caught one coming off the rim, I think, on yeah, Camby. Yeah. Oh. And he, he came over his back. Um, and again, you you got him. Chuck is only what five, five eleven, eleven. one sixty five, soaking wet with the Tims on. You know, so. Um, but yeah, that that's 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 crazy. But um, but yeah, man. Before we get out of here, man, uh, Zeke, you want to tell people where they can hit you up at uh, as we wrap up and put a bow on this podcast. I mean, you know, I'm not really the most active social media guy, but you know, for all the ladies, excuse me, for anybody that wants to know. Man, I almost spit out my water on this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, anybody that want to reach out, man, it's on Twitter, Easy Does VA. I believe it's Easy Does VA on the underground. And, um,. My government on Facebook, but I don't really, I don't really be on Facebook like that. So. <laughs> no doubt. And uh, D. Oh my God. Um, I think all my stuff is the same. Twitter, um, Instagram, D L U V H A L L D Love Hall. I think they're all the same. I'm, uh, I don't change anything. So um, yeah, holla at your boy, man. I ain't doing nothing but shit and writing poems on the side. So holla at your boy. New album coming, man. Hopefully in, in 19. I'm not going to front. Hopefully okay, in 2019. Okay, okay. I have to get you back on the podcast for the exclusive. Um, <laughs> comment, we, I, I could be on here like Flex dropping bombs. On yeah, your I, I'm not playing with you, man. You, you, you play too much. I'm not doing that. Oh, man. Uh, you guys been listening to this podcast as always. Um, you know, so you know how to find me. I uh, got to thank everybody for listening and tuning in and supporting the podcast. Uh, so that's it, man. Um, there it is. You have it, Jordan, uh, I, AI, and LeBron. Uh, we wanted to break it down, man. So for man D Love Hall, for my man VA Easy, uh, I'm your boy Twelve Kyle. Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the Twelve Kyle Podcast. Catch you guys next time. Five thousand. Yep.